Ask the Podcast Coach for November 26, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over there, right there, yes, is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy post-Black uh, Friday apocalypse. We'll talk a little bit about yeah. it, but I, I made the mistake of going to our big box hardware store. I just needed an extension cord. I wasn't even Black Friday shopping. Chaos, dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Always fun. If you're watching live, tweet out that we're live. I will hit go on the uh, Wisdom app, and uh, we'll see what happens over there. If you are watching live, you can go to um, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And that will bring you uh, right in here. Speaking of Black Friday, I woke up to a blackout. That was fun. And uh, boy, I tell you what, the one thing that would have really warmed me up, you know what it was? Yeah, big cup of coffee. Big cup of coffee. Like this one? Like that one. And uh, yeah, it's up. Thankfully, I have a space heater. We're up to 72. That didn't take... My, one nice thing I ha- of having a small office is that uh, you can... Uh, Oh, and my Did the uh, furnace go off because I'm not hearing it as much as yeah the furnace yeah we're okay. we're up to speed I think at this Perfect. point Perfect. but that coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co and uh, if you need artwork if you need a website if you need a consultation on like hey what's this branding thing that you speak of well then you'll want to go over to podcastbranding.co in fact I'm going to bring up on the screen just a quick example. Uh, he didn't do the website, but he did the artwork for my buddy Brad, who uh, that Santa Claus says that little icon right there is uh, Mark's work. And so if you need artwork, if you need a PDF, if you need a whole website, it's all there. And how this works is Mark actually will sit down with you and talk one on one to kind of get a vibe of what your show is about and to make sure that the artwork and your music and everything else that you're doing to make that first impression is all in alignment with itself. Because remember, they see you way before they hear you. So when you want to look good, there's only one place to go. And that, of course, is podcastbranding.co. Coffee, especially good this morning. Maybe because it's post Thanksgiving. Big thanks to uh, Dan LeFeb over there based on a true story podcast, based on a true story podcast.com. And if you're looking for something new, like these holiday weekends, this is the time to try, I think, to try out new podcast. If you're, if you're looking for something new, Dan's got some interesting stuff. Was it based on a true story or how much of it was? Check it out based on a true story podcast.com. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. Absolutely. Yeah, so I woke up, it was 61 degrees, and here's the interesting thing, because they always say one of the key differences of podcasting and radio is that in the case of an emergency, you know, I can't get that from a podcast. So I I actually have, I dug it out last night, I have an old AM, FM radio where you pull out the antenna kind of thing, I turn it on, I turn it on the WNIR, the talk of Akron, and... uh <laughs> Waiting for the news to come on because I'm like, my power is out. And uh, they had this awesome discussion of what men do when they're angry. 
And if you guessed it right, you got a free prize. So then I turned over to the FM station where they were doing some sort of weird Petri dish. They had, they had swabbed different parts of bodies. Like they're like, okay, in the upper right hand corner, that's, that's somebody's butt. And no. down here, it's like, is that a, is that some sort of test? It was just like, uh, um, and the whole thing was visual. It was just listening to four people go, ooh, oh, God, oh, God, is that what? And I'm like, okay, I love radio. And then I, I kind of got, I got on the radio and I said, hey, like, where's your news department? Like, I, I, I said, I called the power people and they, like 3,000 people don't have power. I'm one of them. And to the guy's credit, he was kind of like, well, unless the power company calls us, we don't know. And then it dawned on me later, like, why didn't the power company call them? Because that might have had people like me not call them. And it dawned on me that maybe the power company has come to the conclusion, nobody's listening to radio, especially on a Saturday morning. So yeah. so yeah. that was a, a fun way to... Uh, have apps for that kind of stuff, right? I mean, you can... Now, when we have a power adage, I just go to my phone and I'm, I go, hey, has it been reported? If not, I report it. They'll send me a note back. I think, didn't you get eventually notified? Yeah, I got a, a, robot? Uh, a robot call that said, we've made changes in your area. Your power may be beyond. I was like, all right. Because I went out and was like, all right, let's go get some breakfast and that whole nine yards. So uh, so that was a fun way to uh, start the day. But, oh, but uh, you made it. You, you made I made it, it right? yes. I was, I, I was, I, well, the fun part is trying to do things on your phone. And this has also taught me a lesson that I should always keep my laptop powered. Because I fired that thing up and I had 27% left on my battery. And I was like, oh, this could be fun. Well, when you, you so you pinged me on Slack and yeah. I was, and you're like, hey, power's out. And I was thinking, well, maybe I could get it started and we could bring you in on your phone. Uh, uh, you, you know, uh, you gave me the ability in StreamYard. You know, we're a team now. Yeah. I feel, I feel important. We're, <laughs> we're a team in StreamYard. And uh, that allows me, then I think you've made me an admin and that allows me to set up, um, instances of this so that was going to be my fallback to you i was just getting ready to do that and then i pinged you and said hey what's your status and you were like uh, i think the power's coming back up it it did get me thinking about russ's conversation from last week about him put, introducing the jackery you know he was trying to yeah. use an underpowered area to, to to run this podcast that didn't work he put the jackery which is really just a solar generator right uh in in between uh, and it worked out and it got me thinking uh, this morning I was doing some work. Like when I heard your power was out, I was like, okay, what would it take? What would I have to buy to have <laughs> the batteries to be able to do a whole podcast and, and just run on battery power? What would I need? I never did really get to the bottom of it. It's probably a couple thousand dollars just to be honest to, you know, you have to, you start thinking, is that, is that worth it for, a live show, a th couple thousand dollars. That, by the way, as soon as I bought it, it would never, I'd never, I mean, I bought a generator. I haven't used it yet. Yeah. I haven't lost power yet <laughs> since I bought it three years ago. You know, that's me. I remember I, uh, I had one year where I just did nothing but shovel the driveway. And then I bought a snowblower and it just absolutely quit snowing forever. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like crazy. It's just crazy the way that works. But, there are some good, I, I think this is the time of year, we're going to talk, we'll probably talk a little bit about Black Friday stuff. Oh, yeah. This is the time of the year, uh, two things. One is make sure the batteries are in your, your UPS, that's your backup power, yeah. in the, it, right, for your computers and stuff. If you don't have one of those, now's a good time to buy one. If you do have one, now's a good time to check the batteries. And then secondly, check your backups. Make sure your backups are, this is the time of year. It's all my subscriptions come due in December because that's when I check 
everything, you know, all my antivirus, all my backup subscriptions, all those stuff, they all come due in December, which makes an expensive month. But it's because I've always bought them Black Friday or you know, I've looked for the deals on those subscriptions, those kinds of things. It's also a good reminder to check your subscriptions, right? Oh. You might have some subscriptions that you're not using anymore. Do I have a story? And right, to yep. their credit, they came through. Uh, Monster Insights is a plugin that ties into your Google Analytics so you can look at your Google Analytics. Ah, easy for me to say. In WordPress, it's a really cool plugin. And... Every year I bought it at Black Friday because it's 50% off. And I went in last week and canceled it. And I thought it was weird because I saw like two buttons to cancel. I'm like, why do I have, all right, well, whatever. So I cancel them both. Wake up on, uh, you know, Black Friday. I've been, because it's, uh, it's normally 199 So it renews, like you buy it for 99 for the year. It renews at 199 I wake up, I've been charged 199 199 and 199 Ooh. and I was like hey guys like I got Christmas shopping this weekend and I emailed them and I said so then I go in I'm like it was weird that I had two cancel buttons and now I have three and so I go in and I click on cancel and it goes like hey are you sure then I get that right you don't want people to accidentally click on something and they're gone forever so I go yeah I'm sure and they go okay we got a deal for you uh blah 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 and I'm like nope seriously want to cancel so there's three clicks and then on the fourth one they give you a survey as to like, was it too expensive? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, no, whatever. And so finally it gets you to a screen and all the other ones, the no, I want to cancel button. You don't have to scroll to see it. The last screen it's, it's so low cause they're giving you yet another super deal. We will wash your car and massage your grandmother, whatever it is to get you to stay. <laughs> and you don't see it cause it's, you have to scroll down to see it. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm done. I don't see a, I want to cancel button. So I, for years now, I have canceled and not canceled. So it's kind of on me. I, I will accept that. But on the other hand, when I got to click four buttons to say, no, seriously, I want to quit. Like after the third one, I'm pretty sure. And so it dawned, I went back because I took a, I would made a video for them and said, hey, this is like, come on, guys. I, I realize you're trying to get me to stay. But and I said, I it also I understand it's a holiday because I figured this it was actually Thanksgiving because I like I realized today is a holiday if you guys could refund all of these charges from November ASAP, it would be great. And they refund like by that evening I was refunded. I was like, wow. So I don't know if they, they have a support staff that maybe doesn't work in America, but uh, in the U S yeah. Probably. And then the other one was convert kit did the same thing. Went over last week, cancel, cancel, cancel. And I, and what it is is they make you like, I understand they want to know why, you're leaving in my case it was like well you're too expensive and you have features that i'm not using like it's a great service i just don't use all the fun stuff that you do and same thing uh by the end of the night i was refunded so i was like all right 650 bucks back in my pocket that was nice so dave let me ask you this question based on that so exit surveys yeah. if we could do exit surveys on our listeners you know mm. i was just thinking about that they gave you an exit survey a couple you know you're yeah. like okay enough i've had enough right but oftentimes we do these surveys, we don't know the answer. Like, we don't know what we're going to do if we get that feedback. Like, we right. ask questions we're not prepared to answer, basically. Yeah. But if you if you could, it's going to be a weird question, but if you could do an, uh, an exit survey to your audience when folks are leaving and they gave you the feedback, 
what feedback would you actually listen to? Because I feel mm. like most most of the time we end up going, yeah, no, <laughs> I hear you, but we're not going to change anything, right? And and what 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 I, do you I, think you I, would get that you would change? I think the one that I acted on immediately was, well, and in fact, I got it from you as well. When I first got the DBX, I had like two or three people that said, Okay, I don't know what you did with your sound, but you're rattling the, you know, the, mm. my tonsils out of my mouth here because I just cranked up the bass because it's like, oh, listen to me. I'm a big DJ guy. So I was like, all right. And so I backed that down. That was one. Um, I mean, going way back to when I first started, my show was 20 minutes and I met some people in person. They're like, that's too short. I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, my, my commute's 40 minutes. And I was like, all right. That's, that's a lot of Dave, you know, but, um, well, yeah. they can always listen to less. They yeah. can't ever make more. Yeah. Like, they can't make more for you. I mean, if they're caught up in some of those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you? Anything you, you can think of that you've. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I have this, I, I have this preamble that I say at the beginning of the show, you know, it's the intro, you know, here on the average guy TV, blah, 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 blah. And somebody sent me some uh, a note and said, you know, I don't actually, I can't actually understand what you're saying because mm. the music's too loud. You know, could could you uh. could you turn down the music a little bit during that? You know, and basically what I had done is just not faded it quick enough. And I, and I kind of realized, whoa, okay, yeah, there, there's a there's a mistake there that I need to get, um, I need to get done. Um, yeah, I think. I, you know, I, that's just a good question. This is during the feedback season. I think a lot of folks are, you know, my, contemplating my own podcast and they're just kind of wondering, what would I actually change? What do I actually listen to? We ask for this feedback, and I think oftentimes we're not willing to change anything. I don't know why we ask it if we're not willing to change anything, but we do, right? Yeah. When we ask for somebody's opinion, really what we want them to do is just to uh, basically Just agree. tell me how great I am. Can you just agree with everything I'm doing? Yes, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tim says they do uh, exit surveys for financial wellness webinars, uh, and he says where they where where did they hear about the webinar? Uh, was it worth it? And would you tell a friend? They said they get about forty five percent. So that's, that's the thing good. when you do it. Really good. Yeah, when you do a survey, you're lucky if you're going to get you know three percent, five percent, something like that. Uh, Jim, any insights on that from your end? Uh, what's what's a typical? Yeah, no, it's very yeah, it's very very small. Yeah, it's in in today getting like we you know at Gallup we used to do all phone interviews and that's impossible. Like it it is it just takes it. To get people to actually answer their phone is impossible. I think to get people, you know, I get it. We get a couple hundred, eh, I mean, let's say 500 listeners on Home Gadget Geeks um, or so. That's a group that just won't give me any, they just don't give me any feedback. Oh, hey, I try all these tricks on them, you know, hey, this and that. And they're like, nah, I just want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let me listen. And so I don't, I don't spend a lot of time um, doing that, but. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Santa Claus, he is uh Jim, have you been naughty or nice this year? I have been very nice. Okay. Well, very get, nice. that's, that's good to hear. Big thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hi there, fellas. How are hey, you? Buddy. All right. All right. All right. Hey, you got a question I, for you about uh, YouTube and podcast uh, multi-broadcasting. Uh, okay. And because I'm doing that for the first time, 
with my Santa Claus uh, podcast YouTube. I've been mm-hmm. going live on YouTube and then taking that file and posting it as a uh, as a podcast. <clears throat> Sometimes the YouTube um, video is a little choppy. I might be a bandwidth issue or something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but uh, I just kind of want you know, I, this is my first attempt to even do anything like this. So I've been multi-streaming out to YouTube and to two Facebook a Facebook page and Facebook group and then doing it this way. Uh, any best practices? What do you guys learn about doing podcasting on video? And, you know, I, is there a best place to, I know some people, you know, do their podcast and then they just drop it into a YouTube channel uh, that way too. Is there a best way to uh, kind of originate it, so to speak? And just kind of your best practices is what you guys have learned about doing YouTube podcast but together. Yeah. Uh, I, how's that work? I mean, we do video here, but we're doing it as an audio podcast. So I try not to do things that are hyper like visual. Uh, we used to do that. If we did, we used to, uh, the last 30 minutes used to be for patrons only and anything that was visual we would do then, but we try I to see. keep it. So I don't want to go like, Oh, Hey Jim, check this out. And then Jim goes, Oh man, Holy God, that doesn't do any good for the audio audience. So I try to do that. And if I do end up like, I remember a couple of weeks ago, somebody asked me a question about Hindenburg. So I try to explain it in a way that I'm like, I'm clicking in the upper right hand corner. There's a menu there. I'm going to click on so that if somebody is listening, they can kind of follow along with what's going on. Uh, Jim, you do this a lot. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think expect very little from YouTube on those kinds of conversions when you're taking a podcast and moving it to YouTube or whatever interview style. That's just not, I don't know if that, there's, listen, there's, there's probably a few exceptions to that, but I think for most people, that's not the kind of content that YouTube is looking for. And so you'll get, you'll get a few. Um, and you might get hundreds. I mean, it just kind of depends on the, on what you're doing. But I'd keep the expectations of of the actual YouTube video getting many mo. Today, you that's just a different culture out on YouTube. So that's that's what I would say. Is set your expectations. I think fairly low on that. But it's a great way to record. Like we, why wouldn't we post this to YouTube anyways? We we right. create it live. It's better live. It doesn't do awesome on YouTube. Uh, Dave, I don't think our numbers for Ask the Podcast Coach are great on YouTube, but there, mm-hmm. some people want to go back and watch it, so why not post it there? So yeah. I just have well, your expectations. This particular it. thing, it's visual, you know, yeah. Santa suit, suit and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Yeah, well, you never know. So, uh, yeah, and I got, a, I got a background that's like a Santa's workshop kind of a thing. Well, so, what uh, do you see for numbers, Brad? What, what kind of Well, I've only, this, this literally, I started Thanksgiving Day. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I've just had three days. However, on my podcast numbers, it's in the hundreds already oh. without yeah. any without any promotion whatsoever. I'm really going to hit it hard in promotion next week. And also I was taking this first few days to kind of check out the technology as well, because I was unsure about it. Ecamm live is what I've been using. And uh, for some reason I'm having a little trouble getting it going in the first place. Uh, Well, you know, uh, one of the things I would recommend, can I do this? I think so is because I was checking out your video this morning is in the bottom right hand corner, your green screen is like stuck on something. So yeah. you, you end up with that. And then I, I would just zoom in a bit or if you can, this is what I, I have a problem with my green screen. Cause now you have over here 
and mm-hmm. it's not horrible. It's just distracting. You're like, wait, why right, you? right, right. So yeah. uh, it's hard to do. I, I need to. I need to fix that. I've been. If I zoom in too much, I start to lose the frame of my own yeah. head there. Yeah, and uh, I've been playing with it. Yeah, I agree with you. And a lot of this, uh, be honest with you, this whole thing is in some ways a thirty day experiment. I'm just going yeah. between uh, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas to yeah. kind of test out all this multi, you know, uh, multi, you know, yeah, multifaceted technology. Get myself a little more comfortable with it for when I do some other coaching and things like that down the road here. But uh, and also to, to learn some of the uh, how I could do it best myself. Yeah best practices that's why since you guys have a lot more experience of doing you know youtube and audio or podcast together do you actually uh dave i guess you probably do the mix of you guys when you record this on saturdays do you just drop the drop the uh audio file and and just clean it up a little bit and just put on your podcast the next day yeah i've got the audio going into the roadcaster so i've got that recording it um and so i don't take the audio out of the video if i didn't have the roadcaster i would i would just I'm using uh, StreamYard, so I can just download the audio there. But, yeah, right. I basically bring it in and then do a little bit of editing. I used to do a lot more editing. And basically now, like we had a um, sometimes, and, and I get this, we'll have somebody come on and they they feel like they have to give us their entire backstory before they get to the question. And there are times when I disagree with that, and I will cut the backstory out and just get to the right. question. Um, so there's a little bit of that. Or if we have just a tremendous train wreck with technology, which happens from time to time, I will cut that. out. I used to go in and cut out all the ums and the you knows, and I just Sorry. I want to I want to get a Sorry. sound clip from uh, from Laverne and Shirley where it's like as the podcast coach was recorded in front of a live chat room and just leave it <laughs> yeah. like that kind of thing. So yeah, um, but that's usually it, and then. The only thing I look at is volume levels, which I kind of do a little test when we first start off here, and then I pay attention to that. But between Alphonic, um, I have a plug-in that is a limiter compressor that does stuff like that. So usually I'm only worried about the the audio level and then just any blatant like edit point. So. Yeah, I just been taking the file out of the uh, eCam. They give you mm-hmm. a file, and I've been taking that. I just drop it in my Hindenburg and clean it up there. For whatever reason, on the eCam, on the eCam live, I've had a big gap between the opening video I show and my and the mics going live and that kind of stuff. I think it might be a yeah you- band bandwidth issue on my end. I believe. Yeah, and but you, anyhow, so I've had that gap. I've had to cut that out and things like that on the audio. I think it's one shot video. There is a free video editor. It's kind of like the Audacity. To, I'll have to find it. One, yeah, one. I'm sorry, OpenShot.org is a free video editor. So when you have things like that, where you're like, hey, um, you know, I want to fade out here. So they don't have a video of you going and trying to find the button or whatever like that. Uh, but it works on, I it's, it's a, it's not Camtasia by any means, but doing things like this where like, Hey, I don't want to have the three seconds of me where I hit the button and four seconds later, right. it, it'll, it'll fade you in and out and it works on a Mac or a PC. So um, I downloaded I, one. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I have, I have screen flow when I use that. Oh, yeah. Screen flow is great uh, for my editing, but also once it goes out on, live i i've debated i haven't done it yet but, you know when you do it on 
live. It's on YouTube and Facebook right then. Yeah. So I haven't fixed them yet. Do you think I should go back and fix them? You know, they got, uh, or somehow or another, or re- redrop those in because once they're out there, they're out there, right? I would because the reason I don't fix Ask the Podcast Coach is because we've got, you know, almost 30 people watching this now. So my view count is already up. Where if yeah. I if it was just something that I recorded and uploaded, yeah, I would fix it. Well, I guess Ecamm is pushing it to to there. So unless yeah. somebody was watching you live, yeah, I would go back and fix it, Jim. Yeah, because I just now started, so I don't think I have hardly any you know actual live. Yeah, then I would go people. back and fix the. I would fix, fix it, Jim. What do you fix, think? Yeah, if you feel like you need to, that's one of those kinds of things. What helps you sleep at night? If you can leave it out there unedited, it's fine. If yeah. it bothers you, go fix it. Like uh, spend, well, the, spend the time to fix it. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm approaching a lot of this as a learning experience for, sure. for myself. Yeah, it's, it's a right, great I, idea. It's, uh, if, if if I'm going to do you know multi you know uh, lives and uh, you know multi streaming type of yeah. things, I, I can uh, you know get the courses and all that stuff and read and all that stuff. But for me, I just got to get in there and just start doing and just it. do it. Uh, Brad, two two technical things to keep in mind, right? One, you mentioned it earlier, your bandwidth is important. So if you're streaming to two places, of course, that's that's depending on how the technology works on the streaming. If you have a service right. doing it, you may be sending one stream to them and they're restreaming. It. I don't know how that works, but but just remember your up bandwidth is important. So however you're doing that, check your speeds, make sure that's good, right? They it's have a speed. They have a speed indicator on Ecam. It indicates it's okay, but still something's not quite right. So yeah, and it, it may be worth if you're doing more of this and you're having some skipping issues or the resolution's not great. It may be worth a little bit of work with your internet service provider to make sure you're getting the best possible. Oh, okay. It's not download speed that matters. It's upload that matters right. for you. Right. And oftentimes ISPs cheap out on the upload. They, yeah. you know, they give you a, a million down and at some point that doesn't matter anymore, but they're like, yeah, you get five up. Well, yeah, that's not that's really good. enough that's for video. That's streaming, a good, right. Good, so good check point. with your ISP. That's one, two, you can't cheap out on the equipment. So make sure your PC or Mac or whatever you're using to record it yeah. uh, because you're using a green screen. Uh, it requires a lot more processing power. From, really? Oh, I didn't sure. know that. I did it not does. know that. Okay. Yeah, it does for sure. So you'll watch your, if you're, you use a PC or a Mac. I'm on a Mac and I got a, just a two-year-old Mac with the yeah. M, M1. M1 yeah. should have plenty then at that point to be able right. to do it. But you could watch your resource monitor on there to see what's going on when you're turning the yeah. green screen. Because it's got to work. The video's got to work a little bit. The chat room mentioned this, and uh, in, in Gary mentioned this. Make sure with green screen, it's all about lighting, and it is. You want that backdrop to be as flat as possible and lit as best as possible. Yeah, I because- think I need, maybe need some lighting. I got decent lighting from above. Yes. But I don't have anything underneath, and that, that gap you see there, yeah. I think, might be lighting from below. Yeah, you're getting a gradient, right? It's really light green on the top, and it's right, it gets right. darker. We don't typically, we wouldn't look at that to notice, but it is, if you look at it, now you can oh, yeah. see oh, it. Oh, right? seen, yeah, I've seen exactly what you guys are talking about, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like, all right, this is yeah. not... You know, it's not good enough for what I want to do. So, it's right. I avoid green screen because it's just it is hard and it adds an extra level of complexity. Now, what you're doing is you really want green screen because you yeah, it's hard yeah. to create that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you know I got a sales workshop and other things I put <laughs> right. on there, and uh, it'd be a million dollars to create uh, that. So. I actually know uh, there's at least one or two guys out there who do something similar who have actual sets. You know, like a Rudolph of the Reindeer sets yeah. and things like yeah. that. So uh-huh. that's not me, but no. Uh, 
Man, oh, it's well. a lot cheaper. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. cheaper. To Hi, kids. Yeah. Welcome to Santa's basement. Yeah. that's. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for your uh, help today. And just thanks for jumping trust, in. Trust your experience. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Thanks, you bet, Brian. Good luck. Yeah, Good luck. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, he had so many people because Brad's got the the white beard and, and mustache and, uh, you know, enough people said, man, you look like Santa Claus. He's like, and he knows people. And Santa apparently is big business. Like if you do it right, you get like, it's yeah. uh, it's crazy. Yeah. So people can. Uh, can we go need to come up with a, a a Santa thing for July so you can double the. <laughs> double the income of santa but uh, i think santa in july is is the default the hawaiian shirt i think then with maybe oh, a hat yeah. you keep the hat but maybe go hawaiian shirt if it's true it's just mosquitoes because yeah. that's what it's like in alaska in july that's for sure there you go uh chris nessie says santa is huge on tiktok so yeah it's that's the bad I think news. that's the default everybody just says you can say any topic and then it's just huge on tiktok, TikTok that's oh, right yeah. Changing your oil, huge <laughs> on TikTok. Belgian waffles, man, huge on TikTok. Huge, huge. Uh, we did have some questions come through. You guys are going crazy in the chat room today. I love that. Um, and here's my answer on this. Um, Andrea says, "I started to buy me a coffee." Dave, what do you think of the platform? Do you like it? I I use it right now because it's simple. Um, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com/slash/thanks, um, that will take you over there. And that would be my first impression is like, why do I use it? Because it was really easy to set up. It has a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. And it's one of those where I'm like, hmm, I should research this more. Because if somebody says, why is buy me a coffee better than PayPal? I I don't know. Besides, it, it makes it easy to like, oh, here's bonus content. So it's a little bit like Patreon, except it doesn't take as much money as Patreon. I think Patreon is usually around 10%. And I think this is closer to five to seven, maybe something like that. But I, to be honest, I haven't, it's one of, every time I go over there, I'm like, I need to dig in this more. Cause I know when it first came out, like every month they're like, we've added this, we've added this. The one thing I haven't now, again, I haven't dug in deep here is there's no kind of RSS to deliver content. It's you have to go to buy me a coffee to get any kind of uh bonus content and things like that. I know for a while I was putting the video when we did like just patron only video stuff, I'd put that over there as an incentive, but I don't really promote it a, a ton. I, it's weird because I have, um, I figure what they're calling it now. Fiverr business. Uh, it used to be and.co. And, and I love that to run the school of podcasting. Cause all it does, and it does it really well is track income and expenses. It makes invoices it uh, will automatically remind people it's, it's really, really cool. And um, it, there's a page from that service that I could send people to and they could just put in their credit card. But for me, that's never worked. And I don't know why it's like, Oh, I'll put in my PayPal and I'll put in my credit card. But if I just go to a, like, here's, here's a, you know, school of podcasting, enter your credit card thing. I don't know why. Just people go like, oh, it's it, it's very business versus this is kind of fun and look, it's coffee cups and blah blah blah. So, uh, so because I started getting people to use it, I was like, well, if it ain't broke, right, I'm just keep doing this. And I had somebody buy me five cups of coffee the one day, and I was like, well, there you go. I did that as a um, uh, test in November, which is really dumb looking back because this is kind of my busy season, and I'm like. Yeah, let's not actually promote the service that makes me the most money. 
let's just ask people to go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash things. So I'm, that's actually one of the things I'm doing tomorrow. And, and it was something, um, Neil Headley, who's been, he's, he sat in Jim's chair one week. Uh, he's a copywriting guy. He's been writing copy since he was a teenager. And he said, you know, podcasting has forgot that ads are content. We just kind of picture them as something. It's a necessary evil before we get to the next topic. Then he went back and if you think about all the, the plop, plop, fizz, fizz, and where's the beef and all the other entertaining commercials that we're still talking about, you know, now to me, the Super Bowl is boring because we're afraid to make something that's funny because if something's funny, that means somebody or something was the punchline probably. And well, that's not fair anymore. So unless you're Kanye West, apparently we're all allowed to to pick on Kanye West, but let's not go there. Um, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to try to make a, a more, a more better. Yes. That's a, that's good grammar right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make me a gooder, uh, ad for the school of podcasting. <laughs> um, do you use any kind of PayPal or, you know, I know you've used Patreon. Have you played with anything else? Uh, uh, Patreon and mostly Patreon. I've looked at I'd buy me a coffee, but I, I haven't. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. There was another one too. Yeah, there, there was, oh, well, there we go. There we go. Um, that that's connected. And by the way, I'm hearing that. So, um, with yeah, that, yeah, no worries. So, uh, there was another one, uh, another service like that that I had a listener give me some feedback on. Said, "Hey, if you would do this, I'd support you over there." And so I set up an hmm. account. We tried it, and eventually didn't work like I thought it did. And we ended up moving away. I forget, I forget what it was called though. There's another one. It's like Patreon, Patreon competitor, but now Patreon works just fine. I mean, I just have a handful of, of, uh, Patreon supporters and you know, it's 150 bucks a month or whatever. And it works. That's perfect. It works out exactly. does exactly what I needed to do. There's folks who want to give value back according to Mark. They want to give me value. So, uh, you know, uh, I, we give them the opportunity to do that and, uh, and, it, and it works. Okay. And yeah, it's, it's expensive, like a 10% or 11. Yeah. Maybe I think, yeah, you, you lose it. It's a little painful when you see what came in and what yeah. you get. Oh, like, oh if you want to like see, taxes. if you want to see painful, uh, I remember when somebody did the, whatever it's called on YouTube, cause I know that's available now, the super cash or something where people can donate on YouTube live. It's in there somewhere. And YouTube takes a very large chunk of that. And I was like, okay. So that was that was eye opening. Um, yeah. Google yeah. or uh, Apple takes thirty percent. Now I did hear Apple on their membership site thing. It's not even membership, just a subscription. They take thirty percent. You don't get any of your customer information. But according to Buzzsprout on their website, they do promote your subscription a little more than they normally would because they make money on it. I was like, hmm, maybe I need to investigate that. Uh, a bit. The other uh, conversation was about Overcast. Uh, Chris Nessie was saying how, because I, I put a thing out, I've switched to Castapod, which looks and smells, if you go, this this smells like Overcast. And the reason I switched, uh, so Chris Nessie is saying, can you see Overcast being kind of uh, not being relevant by 2023? I'm not sure about that, because I think they have around, I want to say 4% or 5% of the market right now. And the reason they do is because man, it was a while ago, probably 2010 ish 
there was a, a, a good two weeks where Apple Podcasts just didn't work. He said pulling that out of his butt. But it seemed like forever. And I just remember at the time I was driving to work and I couldn't listen to podcasts. And I think I turned on um, Jimmy Fallon and he said, are you listening to podcasts? Um, I'm using this thing called Overcast. And I've never gone back until I heard one that Marco, who I admire a lot. And it's really odd. I don't get this. Marco will give $500 a month to the Podcasting 2.0 project, but has openly said, I'm never adding streaming to my app. And that's when I was like, hmm. And then he just announced that I love Overcast because I can upload things on their website and it'll download in the Overcast app. And he said, yeah, I'm getting rid of that in 2023. And I was like, well, there's two, that's the two reasons I use it besides the smart speed and all this other stuff. And Castapod actually does have the ability. You use iCloud, you can upload things to iCloud and it will come down in the app. And I'm like, all right, check. And Castapod also does the streaming uh, Bitcoin thing, check. And it does smart playlist checks and it does, I can set speeds for each thing and say at the end, there was one show, it's interesting. They're testing like a four minute post roll where they just do this giant ad. And I just went in and said, okay, when we get four minutes to the end, tap out. So um, what, what app do you use Jim when you're listening to podcasts? Overcast. Do you? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've gone, you know, I've tried all the other ones and I just like overcast and I don't, I'm not finding uh, yet to find the value in the new yeah. value for value stuff. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I still think we're early. I did have a thing with Castapod where I stopped it and then went to another show and hit, hit start and it wouldn't start. It would say like, it looked like it was playing, but there wasn't. So it was weird. I stopped, went to another podcast, hit play, and then went back to the original one and hit play and it worked fine. So there's this weird little, glitchy thing that it did. Uh, Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast said, I still love overcast and I see the podcasting 2.0 apps have quite the catching up on refinements. Yeah. But when they do catch up and they have an Apple watch app, which overcast does, that is nice. I'm not, I don't think on my Apple watch, I have some sort of generic player that whatever app I'm listening to, whether it's audible or whatatever, it just shows up on my Apple Watch. Go, go, you can go into the settings on your phone and yeah, and change. Them. So um, I've been doing that. It's convenient on your watch. Overcast is nice. Simple start, stop, forward. Thirty seconds, I think, is on there. I, I don't use it a ton, but when I do want to use it, it's it's handy. If I don't want to pull my phone out of my pocket, I mean that first world problem. Yeah, it was really handy when I'm riding my bike and. You know, something goes and I don't want to like, hold on, go to the next track or whatever. That was always kind of handy. But uh, so I think we have a ways to go on some of these, this, this two O stuff. I think it's, it's got some adoption woes and it'll just be interesting. I eventually, I think we'll get there with it. I think we have to, in some form or fashion, it has to grow, but it's struggling to catch on. I, it, it feels like to me we're in the same spot we were with po- the, with the idea of podcasting about ten years ago, where people are like, they 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 have their apps, they have their rhythm, they have what they want to do, they're going to do it. The change is hard for 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 the public. Well, the thing you have to be careful of, especially if you have a a any kind of Patreon or crowdfunding or whatever, you know, everybody's kind of jumping on this boostagram corner thing that, that Adam Curry kind of jokingly called and people like, Hey, so-and-so gave me, you know, 2112. It's a rush boost. Okay. That's great. And it's feedback. And it is that, you know, people are kind of like, I, I sent James Cridlin 6666 and I, 
to complain. I go, is there a, cause like seven, 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 seven is the striper. 2112 is yeah. the, you know, yeah. and I said, James, there was something like new auction or something, some, some new uh, website and they didn't spell it. And they, they, it's not in the show notes. And I'm like, boo, where's the link, you know? And so he read it and he said, I love it when people pay me to, <laughs> to complain. But if you looked it up, I probably sent him like $2 and 10 cents. And so what you have to be careful with is when you're like, hey, thanks so much for the 2000s sats. Okay, it's, you know, $1.80 or whatever it is. Meanwhile, you got somebody giving you 20 bucks on Patreon and you're not even mentioning them. I'm like, that's kind of not cool. You have to be careful with the new shiny thing. You might end up losing your patrons uh, if, if you do that. But I'm with you. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a few years like this will catch on because it is the problem right now is you can use things like Git Albi and this thing called Saturn and this other thing that I can't spell or say that I need to go back to James' website and get the link to. Um, it's super easy now to get started as a podcaster to set your show up. Super simple. I mean, really simple. What I still haven't seen yet is the app where I can go, that I can listen to a podcast and connect it to my bank. From what I've seen, and I could be wrong, I probably am, I've not, I, I tie my bank to app A and then I tie, I listen to podcasts on app B and then I somehow have to copy and paste a QR code or something from A to B. And that's the part that I'm like, yep, that's, you just lost the audience. The, the ground, Aunt, Aunt Mildred is not going to do that. <laughs> nope. Needs to be automatic. By the way, 666 Satoshi's 11 cents. Just just to get the there you go to get the so eleven cents. Right. So if I gave if we threw another one on there, it would be like a dollar ten, right? Yeah. In theory, six six yep. six six. Yeah. So that's the thing. Where now, if we could get three percent of my audience, right, to give me fifty cents, that adds up. But what did you say it was? It was ten cents? Uh, eleven cents. Eleven yeah. cents. So eleven, 11 cents, cents is yeah. not gonna that you need a big audience for that. To uh, so I still think it's a couple years. And a lot of that's going to depend on, I think, if people start getting canceled again, like if we run into another Me Too movement, not that the Me Too movement was wrong, but if something happens where, like, you know, well, you sneeze, that's it, you're canceled, um, you're, I, I can see where people are like, all right, and they start attacking. When people start attacking sponsors to get to podcasters, you're going to see people go, wait, what's that whole podcasting 2.0 thing again? I think that's when that's going to come in more at this point, but uh, it's, it's, I, I love the idea. I really, I love the fact that you could just go, you know, somebody's like, that's it, man. I'm calling your sponsors. And you go, guess what? I don't have any feel free to not pay me anymore or whatever. So that, that could be fun. So, but uh, I tell you what, it's a good 1115. Um, first of all, if you are listening to us on wisdom, uh, if you click the little plus sign underneath my flashing head, uh, you can come on up and ask a question uh, but right now we're going to say thank you to our awesome supporters. And the I I grabbed a random one today uh, and I put it in here. Um, yes, the Flame Alive pod, being that we're we're kind of talking sports a little bit with the uh, World Cup going on. And uh, congrats to USA for not losing yesterday. I guess is a tie and not a USA. loss. Yeah. USA. So we were up against England, and uh, Craig said. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to my American friends. Craig, happy Thursday to you, my friend. Uh, great, <laughs> great game yesterday against England. Well played. I missed it's it. It's their I, game. 
It's we beat them at their game. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't beat them. We just didn't lose to them. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> so, and I get it's the I don't cover any of that. Uh, I, I heard it this morning. I was like, hey, we didn't lose. All right, that's I guess. A t- a t- listen, a tie is is just as good as a win. Yeah, <laughs> in my book, because <laughs> it's not a loss. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and uh, as the podcast coach runs on PodPage, if you'd like to try PodPage, go over to you guessed it, try PodPage. Dot com. It's uh, and I can tell you this morning, man, is that thing mobile friendly? Because I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get a link to update the links to slash live and slash uh, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be so, you know, trying to do that on my phone with no power. But it was really beautiful on my phone. So, and uh, speaking of beautiful, if you can't get enough Jim Collison, uh, go over to theaverageguy.tv and check out Home Gadget Geeks. Uh, and uh, when you think podcasting, think school of podcasting, because if uh, also keep in mind, I don't know it off the top of my head, but Apple has a holiday schedule. I know I mentioned it in an episode a couple weeks ago on the school of podcasting. So don't fret if you're trying to start a podcast and you're like, hey, Apple's on vacation. It'll you know, we've waited 18 years for your podcast. We can wait a few more days. So. But now's a good time to to get going on that. And uh, if you'd like to buy my book or buy me a coffee or any of that fun-filled stuff, check it out at askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And thanks to all of our awesome supporters for supporting the show. And Jim, we've been hinting at it all all, uh, show. Uh, Did you pick up anything yet on Black Friday? Yeah, so I'm building out a Windows computer to replace my 10-year-old one uh, that I have. It still works okay, but I, I know it's going to be a little 10 years too. old, though. That's got to be. But that, isn't that crazy? That Yeah, it might be nine. But the, the fact that you can, you know, I bought, when I bought that eight, nine, 10 years ago, I bought the best I could get at the time. Yeah. I right? spent a few extra dollars to get the best, and it's lasted this long. It won't run there's some things that won't run anymore and I, I don't want to put more equipment to it or add to it. So we're building the new one. So I had purchased a motherboard and CPU and hard drive a little bit earlier. I kind of wish I'd waited on the hard drive because those are cheap right now. So if you're, if you need hard drive space, if you run out of space, if you need something for a backup, I think like Western digital was running 50% off during, um, uh, during these black Friday things there fairly inexpensive on Amazon. Now is the time to upgrade your, that kind of hardware, but ordered memory and a, a, a case. So I think I have everything I need to start getting that pulled together. Not huge Black Friday deals on those, Dave. I think what I saw the most on, certainly uh, Daniel had posted some emails about some podcasting gear, uh, but subscriptions, any subscription you ever wanted was offered at a discount, it seemed like during Black Friday. So that Seems like the winner was subscriptions. So if you if you need a subscription, need to update a subscription of some kind, check this weekend to see if it's available on a Black Friday and add to it. Yeah, I think the one that really caught my eye, and Daniel, correct me if I'm wrong, I think his website is podcastingdeals.com because I saw a bunch come through. I know the, the high LPR 40 is on sale, but the Roadcaster 1 was like, 400 bucks or it was because that thing used to be no it's normally f- five it was down it was like 350 i just remember it was a lot they're like so there's like a warehouse somewhere with roadcaster ones and, and keep in mind because the roadcaster 2 came out it's not like the roadcaster 1 turned into a piece of crap like overnight um so i uh the thing i did and i'm really like hmm because i'm working on on 
uh, basically marketing the school of podcasting. That's one of the things I, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but do you, do you focus on your weakness or whatever? And I ended up with this thing called wisdom, uh, wiser notification. So if you go to support this show.com slash wiser notify. And in fact, if you go to ask the podcastcoach.com, you'll see at the top or bottom, I think it's the top. There's a 25% discount on the school of podcasting and it runs till the end of next week. And I have all sorts of fun filled stats on how many people have clicked on it and how many times it's shown up. And what I like about it is you basically copy a little bit of code to, in my case, pod page, and I have the same code. And so if I later go back and change one thing on that little pop-up gizmo, it updates on all my sites. So it's pretty slick. And it's, I was using the free version. I was trying something else before called prove source and it was like 30 bucks a month. And this, I want to say I bought, well, there was a black Friday deal bought a year and it was 112 for the whole year. So it's like $13 or something like that a month. And uh, that was the the big thing I got. Um, here is a, if you go to, uh, you're just going to have to go to the show notes. This is, it's focusright.com slash EN slash Hindenburg. Uh, they are giving away one of the Focusrite, um, oh, I forget the, the, what is the name of that unit? The uh, Vocaster. There we go. They're giving that away. There's a chance to, uh, to win that. It's, um, there we go. So courtesy from your friends at focus, right in Hindenburg. So you can go over and put in your name and, uh, which one would you like to win? Yes. All of the above. There's no all of the above, but, uh, they're giving away a vocaster one vocaster one studio or vocaster two or vocaster two studio. I think the studio comes with headphones and such, and maybe a microphone. So, you know, I'm going, and I think if I wasn't using a roadcaster or a zoom pod track P4, um, this would be because the vocaster is just so easy. It really mm-hmm. is. You plug in your mm-hmm. mic, you hit a button, it auto sets the level. And, um, so I saw that come through and I was like, All not right. a lot of space too. I mean, small, right. pretty compact. It has the whole thing where you can plug your phone into it. So that's kind of handy without using Bluetooth. Uh, what else did I see here? Um, oh, and this one, I actually have sound samples. This is not, this is something, don't you hate it when you find a really good product and there is, there's no affiliate program. You're like, oh, really? Come on, guys. Um, uh, the, um, it's, it's, what's weird about this, it's called Deverberate. If I can, did I stop? I did stop sharing my screen. Um, it's from a company called Acon Digital. And if we go back in the day, somewhere along the line, they bought a product called Acoustica. And Acoustica Memories uh, was the very first DAW I ever used. And nope. if you go to, I'll have a link in the show notes at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 416. Um You can see this, and if you go down to the bottom, they have a video, but they have a bunch of audio samples on it. And the thing that that I always see with D-verb stuff is they'll have somebody that's in a cave. So it's like this big coliseum, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not dealing with that kind of reverb. I'm dealing 
with room noise. So here's here's the sample of what it sounded like before. And, and I tried to record these this morning. It's a little cut up here, but this is with the reverb. This is Devin Workman from Scrub, a division of HHB Communications. In this video... I don't know if you guys can hear that. It's not very loud. Mm-hmm. And then this is the one where they've deverbed it. Hi, my name is Devin Workman from Scrub. A division oh, yeah. of HHB community. So, uh, yeah, you can definitely hear the difference. Yeah. On that. So if you go over and play with these now, it's normally a hundred bucks, which again, not cheap. And somewhere on their website, they have a Black Friday. It's like BL twenty subscription based. Uh, no, it's it's, it's buy it and it's yours. Yeah. Okay. And for me, I was like, okay, if I don't want to get the thirty dollar a month the script. Because Descript removes noise. But to me, when I heard this, I'm like, this is what a lot of podcasters run into with bad guest audio. I was like, and what's cool is there's this learn button down here. And you basically throw your audio into it uh, and basically let it listen to it for, you know, 30 seconds or so. And then you hit stop. And it's like, okay, based on what we just heard, here are where we're going to put the knobs. And from there, you just kind of tweak it. So I was like, hmm. So... It was weird though because it was Black Friday. I did not even think like that's still seventy bucks. You know what I mean? It's like I was like, oh, it is. Yeah, and I was. It's, I, it's overwhelming to me though. Like the amount of emails you go through on a Friday, like it's it's. I get I get anxious with. The, I I almost prefer the deals throughout the year, slower, <laughs> a little more manageable. Man, when it descends on you on one day, and it's like you better take advantage of it today. Yeah, you know, you're like ah, I, I'm out. I'm tapping out. I was, can't. Was that Bill Clinton's Black Friday deal? Well, maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little, little old right now. Uh, that's it. All right. Uh, so, um, gonna go take a walk now. <laughs> I gotta go to McDonald's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me a Big Mac. I, <laughs> but uh, Coach Dave says, "What does the Vocaster do for you? Auto leveling for me. What it does." is the person that shows up and says, I don't know anything about technology. Technology is not my friend. I'm like, here, plug your microphone here into the cable. Now plug that cable into this thing and press and hold that button and talk. And they go, okay. And then go, now let go of the button. They go, great. Okay. You're good. That's why I like the vocaster. Plug your headphones in here. If, if you can't hear yourself, turn that knob. That's it. So it's super easy to set up. And it's, I mean, and then you got the whole focus, right? Great preamps. You know, if they want to take a phone call, if they have the two, you can take a phone call. So if they're like, you know, I'm interviewing old Bill Clinton and he doesn't have a PC and all he has is a phone, you know, so you could, you could have him come on the show and go that all right. So it's just simple. Go get me a drink now. (laughs) So, um, anything else did you, uh, so I, I'm sending you a thing. So that's what I got into. I got into, um, the, the weird pop-up gizmo thingy. And then yeah. the D-verb thing. Yeah. I saw a bunch of I, I, them. With Russ talking about solar uh, generators last week, mm-hmm. I for some reason this, so because I looked into them last week, so they've been popping up in all my feeds, because you know how that works. Oh, yeah. Things, right? <laughs> Those kinds of things. So I've been looking, um, uh, even just this morning, I was looking at could I replace uh, my UPS, you know, my mm. battery backups for my computers. Could I replace those with capable um you know, solar generators that I could also get solar power off of. That's a little more complicated and quite a bit more expensive. But um, so I was looking at those and then um, 
Oh, there was one other thing I've been, what was it? Hmm. It'll come to me here. And just, I, oh, I, had, I wrote some notes down. Um, oh, yeah. The other thing I mentioned this earlier, but if you, uh, I had been looking for hard drive enclosures because I have a you know I have a whole bunch of hard drive space that's sitting in a PC. I want to decommission that PC, move those hard drives into something else. And a really sweet Black Friday to eight uh, on a Black Friday deal on an eight bay enclosure uh, that I could get, so I could get eight hard drives in there and supports up to sixteen terabytes per hard drive. Uh, for like 150 bucks, and those are only 300. So that was probably the best Black Friday deal I saw. That may be again. That may be something if you don't if you don't have any local storage that's that's around. That's not your computer. Might be something to think about of moving those. And and if you got it in a couple places in the cloud, that's okay too. I mean, it's just it, today we used to always say having it local was best because you could get to it faster. In the advent of gigabit Ethernet, yeah, uh, or internet, I don't think that's that's necessarily the case anymore. But uh, th- those are kind of the things that hard drives are like are, are have gotten so ridiculously cheap. Yeah, so it's a good 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 time to think about it. I know I was really happy because I wake up, my power's off, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And so I walk into the office, and of course it's beep beep. And I was like, I don't know how long the power had been off, but my computer was still on, so I was able to come in and shut it down. So yeah, I don't nice. turn it back on and have it go. Windows did not shut down properly and I'm upset. Yeah. And that's not, that's not the biggest deal it used to be. Yeah. Uh, the only time that's really a problem if it's right in the middle of doing an, you know, if it's doing a service patch or an upgrade or something like that, most computers, most modern computers. Now, if you're running anything windows seven or above or on the Mac price, no leopard or above any of those kinds of things, t- they take shutdowns and automatic or they take a, a you know, a, a a, a disruption shutdown like that pretty easily and they handle it pretty well. Now, now that I said that I'll hear from a thousand people who are like, <laughs> yeah, it just happened to me yesterday. Right. But for the most part, I think those, they, they do a much better job than they used to if they, they get shut down that way. But it is kind of nice. A UPS doesn't necessarily protect you from a long-term outage. It protects you from those, the, a brownout or a, a blip in service, right? If it goes down for just a second or a second or two, we've all seen that happen where it just drops and then it comes right back. Most computers aren't, they, they can't handle that. Now your laptop can, cause it's got a battery associated with it, but your UPS, if you're doing a desktop, your UPS will act as that battery backup. And that's, that's generally what um, you, you get a UPS for. They're a hundred to $200. It's a good, if you don't have a UPS it's a good thing to have uh, in, in, you know, your, your local technical guy can kind of help you size that out based on the number. I have two pretty big ones down here, two 800 watt ones that I use. I split across my computers. So it, it'd be a good thing to, if you don't have one, it'd, it'd be a good thing to have. You, you don't want to be in the middle of a live show and have a blip and then have to reset everything. Yeah. That's so fun. Uh, speaking of black Friday, Jason, Brian, um, my only Black Friday deal was so far was picking up the Rode NTH headphones. That's what I have. My old Sonys were tore up. He was also saying how uh, it also lets you know how many email lists. When I woke up on Black Friday, I did like for the first 45 minutes, I just did. Yes. I, and it wasn't even reading them. It was just from yeah. here to here, delete. And I was like, and I wonder how many people have a filter set up that if it says Black Friday in the title, just because that would have saved me a lot of time. Um, also, there, uh, Talking about what people got, um, I've never heard of a cumba a, a cumba mail. It sounds like 
a, a Tuta Makata um, male. It means no worries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would replace something like Aweber, Mailer, Light, get response. Yeah, uh, DR's talking about SendFox. SendFox is great if I just want to send an email, nothing fancy, no AB testing, things like that, and I never want to clean my list. That's why I left them. I had to... I had to contact them and say, Hey, I just had 15 people from Russia join my group and their emails are, it's like, it's just obvious a, a robot. And I had to ask them to like, can you get rid of those guys? Um, and they were and now to their credit, they did it really quick, like within 24 hours. But it, just the fact that I wasn't in control of cleaning my list, I went, yeah, and that's enough of, cause I bought the like lifetime deal. And then of course they have a thing where it's like, Oh, but if you want the, Super Jumbo Deluxe version is 10 bucks a month. And I went, yeah, and that's enough of that. So, but they did have, here's the interesting thing. They, uh, of course, AppSumo had a ton of different stuff on sale. And one of them was a text thing where you can, you know, text this to this and I will do blah, blah, blah. And I've been promoting that for about a month and a half. Text uh, follow to random number here, whatever it is. And I've had one person who only wanted to see what it did. And it dawned on me, like, instead of having somebody with their phone text follow to 974635, try and remember this, like, just put a link to, like, your follow page. So I think that's the end of that experiment. But I looked at it because it was this $19 lifetime deal for this thing, but it needed a Twilio account. And so then I looked at Twilio, and Twilio had a thing where it uh, it um, had a texting thing that you would pay as you go, and it was like point oh oh four cents a text, and I, I just it just sounded like a learning curve that I didn't really want to hurdle right now, and so I was like, eh, you know. So um, Dr. had another question here about um, do I have any update on my SuperPass experience? The last thing I heard was that you're waiting for a reply from customer service. Yeah, I'll give them credit. Um, I forget her name. She's British and she's lovely. Uh, I think she's the CEO of the company. Gave me like a, a private little demo. And it's designed to be a place that pulls all your information into one place. And so, but it doesn't yet do it with YouTube. So when they say you can put your YouTube on your thing, you have to go into YouTube and get like the number out of the URL, which isn't hard. Copy and paste and it'll put it there. But I was like, mm, that's not really what it was kind of advertised as. Yes, you can do that, but I could also copy and paste it into anything. That's not really automated. And I'm I'm thinking I might use it. I have, here's the problem. I have davidjackson.org. And that used to rank really high because I used to blog over there. And then I quit blogging for about three years and it doesn't show. I went and looked. I think I have like three pages that might show up on page two of Google. And I went, hmm. So I own the davidjackson.com. And I think what I'm going to do is tie that into SuperPass because I bought it on AppSumo. Uh, and then what's cool is I can put in all my RSS feeds of every podcast I have, and it will put them on that site. So instead of sending people to powerofpodcasting.com, which is where you can see a ton of my stuff, I can send them to thedavejackson.com, and all my podcasts would be there, all my YouTube would be there, and if I want to blog over there, I could do that. It's um, it. I think it's 
biggest feature is selling stuff. Like if you had your own product or service or whatever, and uh, that's not, I mean, most of my stuff is done with acuity scheduling or with Podia. And so um, it's a little different. DR says it's a little bit like Linktree, except Linktree gives you a website with nothing but links. This is actually content uh, that um, I don't know if I still, I don't, I haven't done much with it since we talked about it last, but it, it did more than I thought it did. The other thing was I was laughing because I said, Hey, um, how do I add a, like, what if I want, I understand it pulls stuff in, but what if I want to like add a blog to this? And as I'm saying this to the person, uh, I see there's a giant big link at the top. It's like new post. And I was like, okay, I think I've, I think I've answered my own question. Um, I'm trying to see here if we can. Yeah. So here is, here's, and again, there's nothing here. This is just me playing with this, but if I go to audio, yeah, you can see where I've pulled in a bunch of my podcast here. So it's and then it makes little players and such, and then when you click on it, it puts a player at the bottom oh, wow. that will continue to play while you surf around the rest of the website. And then this is where it pulled in my uh, blog. So it it did all that. And what's kind of fun, except there's nothing here, um, is you can. I made you've seen people do this on their website where it's like start here, and then they take certain content that you've already put someplace. And they organize it in a way you can do this with categories on WordPress. So there is that kind of option here. Yeah. So here I've, I've added a couple of things here, but this is where I was kind of like, Hey, if I click on this, I can't edit it. Cause some of these had video and that's when I realized it's like, Hmm. So if I had a video on their website, I'd have to go over and copy and paste it. And I was just like, Hmm. Okay. So it's, it's not as again, it's, it's a different kind of beast. Um, like I said, I'll probably use it to organize all my stuff, but everything that that does, the, the biggest thing it does is you can easily pull in multiple podcasts into web, one website. You could do that with pod page, but you'd have to have a network version of pod page. And I'd have to look at, I know podcast page dot IO you can have multiple podcasts. I don't think you can have them on one website. So that seems to be the kind of super passes designed to have everything in one spot. So it's okay. It's, it's not, I've seen worse, but uh, it was kind of, uh, and I, again, I give her credit. So I, I need to, it's one of those things that's on my list of things to go back and, and play with. I just haven't, uh, haven't done it yet. And uh, you know, Jim, um, I see that the chat room is uh, is we're, we're talking email list. Do you do anything with an email list? Well, I, I have. I've gone back and forth. I think I think mine's Mailchimp, and um, I, I'm really bad. I get all I'll update it for four or five a newsletter for four mm-hmm. or five weeks, and then I just lose interest <laughs> in it. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I need to find a better way to do it, or just not do it at all. Um, I haven't done well. I've done probably a newsletter in a year or so. Now at Gallup, we have oh, four or five uh, newsletter list. We use Eloqua as a as kind of a big email you know engine on that, and um, and our newsletters do pretty well. 
like it's a good they they you know and we have double opt-in and all that other stuff that goes along with it but so the, those those do real well i i um I just find that, and then I do my own newsletter actually on LinkedIn. So I don't have a, mm. I don't do the LinkedIn. I, I write articles. I don't right. have a newsletter. I, I, I find I, I don't want to give people another thing to follow. So I'm just like, Hey, it'll show up on your feed. And if yeah. you find it important, that's fine. But writing articles on um, LinkedIn has, has been something I've been doing a lot of lately. Well, I, I kind of poo pooed a, a tool when it first came out called rumble studio. And I wanted to get, I'm doing probably in January an episode on should a podcaster use newsletters to, you know, and how do they use them? Is it worth it? And things like that. And a lot of the people that I wanted to interview, like James Cridlin and Kennedy from the email marketing show, well, they're in the UK and either somebody's getting up early or staying up way late. And that's kind of what this tool is used for. And I thought I would hate it because it's asynchronous interviews. So I basically, it's me saying, what do you use your newsletter for? Is it, do you use a, is it automated or is it from scratch or whatever? And you know, they click on and record their answer. And that's really all I wanted. Cause that one's going to be kind of an NPR style where you, you know, put different answers together and things like that. And for what that, the only thing I hate is I haven't figured it out yet is there's no way to just give me that answer. They, they make these things called mixes where they take my question and their answer and put it together. And I'm like, that's not what I want. Just give me, give me the raw ingredients. I appreciate that you're trying to make this easy, but I, I just want the files. And um, so that's, I, I've somewhat turned around because originally I was like, you're missing the biggest part of a, a, uh, an interview is that building that relationship and you can't get a whole lot more cold then like here, click this link and talk into a microphone. It's like, mm. yeah. Yeah. so, um, but it's, uh, I tried it once for the question of the month. And I just remember thinking getting the content out of rumble studio was not easy. So now for the record, I have done zero in terms of reading any, uh, documentation, watching any videos. Um, I think this was one where originally, I think they have videos now, but I was like one of the first people to jump on that when it first came out. And, uh, was like, you know, I'm not sure that's my cup of tea or whatever. So um, I also have uh, Coach Dave brings up voice form. Voice form, again, my problem is I jump on these things when they're early and they're buggy. You know, I yeah. know they they shouldn't be buggy when they're on AppSumo, but that one was like, hmm. And they're both very similar. Voice form and uh, Rumble Studio are uh, almost the same thing. So. Coach Dave also says, uh, consider linking to me, consider linking because my newsletter content isn't the best to say, consider linking your, RS, linking your RSS feed to your newsletter platform. Creates content automatically. Uh, yes and no. I, I don't. For, yes, it will. No, I don't. I thought that through a couple times um, in the past. And I, I don't I don't know if I want to default sending just an announcement about my podcast as a newsletter, I, I always visioned the newsletter being different and unique than just, Hey, here's a reminder. This thing is out. And, and so I, I fought against that a little bit in the past. I mean, I guess I could do it. It's better. Is something better than nothing? I don't know. It, it would be a way of getting content. 
one of the things I could do is just write a little bit better show notes so that the show notes would have some interesting things in it and then it would send it that way. I don't know, something to think about. But but I I did resist that urge to just send, hey, I have a new episode out. Well, yeah, they got it in their player. You know, I wanted something unique uh, for the newsletter. I was uh, playing with Mailer Lite and I sent out a survey that said, hey, do you like it when I talk about what I've been up to? Do you like it when I talk about what caught my eye? And you could either thumbs up or thumbs down, and then I could go in and flag my content if somebody gave me a thumbs up on this show this to them. And then it dawned on me that that also includes the headings. So, like, every time I add anything, if I'm going to use this, I have to go in and say the heading that says, here's what I was up to this week, show them. And I was like, oh, this makes this kind of a pain in the butt. And then I'm looking into seeing if I can set that and save it as a template. Then it won't be so bad. But if not, I was like, wow, this really overcomplicates. Like, yes, you can tag people and send them blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but you've now made, you know, this customized email where it only shows you what you want. Like a hassle to write. Like that was kind of takes the whole point of it away. I do like the fact that I have uh, I've saved all my RSS feeds with whatever coding they needed to give me just one episode. And I throw that into an RSS thing and it, it takes the excerpt and just pops it into the newsletter. But I was kind of like, Oh, and that, cause I did the old, cause it was the first one. I'm like, send me a test email. And I saw that none of the headings came through and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Didn't realize that. So, um, and uh, we need to make sure, because uh, I know, Jim, it's it's uh, going on. Like, we only have 15 minutes left. We need to double check. Craig is worried. Uh, do you need oh, more yeah. coffee? I do. I do. All yeah, right. I How about? There we go. Oh, good. <laughs> so good. This is actually, can I, can I uh, give you some in- inside scoop? This oh, is yeah. actually yesterday's coffee. So I brewed a bunch yesterday, and okay. I just didn't get to it. I went out and did some work out in the yard and just never got to it. So this morning when I woke up, I was like, I don't have to brew a whole pot. So threw it in the microwave, heated it back up, put it on the stove for a while, got it warm. Two-day-old or next-day coffee, not terrible. It's actually pretty good. My, so, my brother and my my great nieces and nephews are coming over today, and I need to text him when we get done here. By the way, there is no coffee in this house. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, we got water, and I have half a bottle of Mountain Dew left. I told him, I said, I'll, I'll pick up some Coke or something before they yeah. get over here. But I've coach, never, coach Dave. Oh, go. Sorry. No, I've just never graduated oh. to the coffee generation. So yeah, don't worry about it. Don't it's, it's a good thing. Maybe not to start, <laughs> although it maybe is a little bit better than Coke, just to be honest yes. from a health perspective. Yeah. Coach Dave said, we we're talking about, listen, my, my, my problem, like if I could, if I wanted to write a bunch of content, I could do it. My problem is that coming up with things, he says, bring in some of your backstory items, invite listeners to pen articles, right? syndicate content with pocket, et cetera, hire. That's all work. Like <laughs> I get it, coach Dave, but that's all work. Like that's, I, it's just, it would be easier for me just to write it, <laughs> you know, from that standpoint, yeah. he says your otter transcripts. Yeah. Okay. Can easily be converted into it. I am using the otter notes uh, in there to, to give some timestamps inside the, all that takes time. I, you know, and, and uh, listen, I, I do appreciate your suggestions. If I just, if I wanted to, all those things are available to me. I just don't want to, <laughs> you know, it comes down to like, 
do I want to sit there and uh, is that what they want? Like, uh, is that what my audience wants from a newsletter standpoint? No, I think they, I originally sold that thing as original content from me on what's going on in my world. That's what I sold the newsletter on. It, it would be like I could get a Jasper subscription and just say, Jasper, write me a thing about this and that. and draw. But that's not really what they want. So, I, I, again, it's one of those kinds of things I'm on again, off again. I'm not necessarily sure creating an, a newsletter just to create a newsletter is valuable to the world. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, I mean, yeah, I could do all those things. Is it interesting? That's the question. Well, am I interesting? Is that the <laughs> you are interesting. I don't know. <laughs> but I, well, spe- I- <laughs> speaking of that, I started playing with Neuron Writer. And over here on the right, I gave it a couple websites to look at that are, in theory, my competition. And the, the article is supposed to be, does my podcast need a website? And the answer is yes. Yes, it does. And so I kind of explained why here. And then I explained some of the tools that you can use to do that. And I originally wrote it for people. And then I looked over here and was like, oh, you should add these headings. And it's kind of giving me all these hints. And the more I did this, and I'm only up to a 42%, and I need like, I think, 50 to do any kind of ranking. And it just started reeking of, you know, Jim Cullison, when people are talking to you, Jim Cullison, and they keep using your name, Jim Cullison, and uh, Jim Cullison, and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what's, is he trying to use my name to get me Jim Cullison to do something because it's weird that Jim Cullison. So it's one of those things where every time I say podcast, I say website, you know, it's, I feel like I'm in a rap song. I say podcast, you say website, podcast, website, you know, it's like, I was just like, and I was just like, this doesn't, I'm not writing for people anymore. I'm writing for a a algorithm or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, And I just went, so I didn't publish it. I went, I'm going to go back and I'm going to write this as a person I will throw it in here, see what the score I get is, maybe add a thing or two. But it was really like, I was just like, oh, wait, I need to add here, you know, Google Podcasts. I'm like, but I'm not, I'm not talking about Google Podcasts. I was like, well, well, your competition did. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I, I, I get worried about that. So it's, it's, again, this is another tool, much like buy me a coffee yeah. that yeah. I, yeah. I, and here's the fun part of some of this. Some of the, um, oh, we have somebody waiting on, uh, Oh. It's t- wow, don't drop your phone on the button. Um this is another one neuron writer that I haven't uh I haven't quite delved deep into it. And the fun part is in some cases you are buying software from people where English is not their first language. Now they do a great job of speaking English, but you it's I actually went to YouTube and found somebody where English was their native language so I could understand how to use the the software, but uh Coming to the stage, we have Jillian coming up here. Uh, let me unmute here in three, two, one. Is giving me a countdown. So, Jillian, thanks for coming on the show. What can we help you with? Hey. Oh well, this is interesting. Um, so I, uh, I was uh, thinking about getting into podcasting for oh about a year now. Uh, uh, Marine. And my idea from the podcast is I want to hear other uh, Marines or veterans or any service members' stories, funny stories, sad stories. And because the biggest thing when a lot of people get out is they, they don't have the sense of community, right? They, want, they, they, they have all these stories. They have nowhere to send them, right? And they, I just want to have this community of a podcast. 
Yeah. And so I, so I thought I, you said, I mean, I read your bio, you've been doing this since 2005. I'm like, oh, a subject matter expert. Let me ask them of how do you start? One of the girls is saying Anchor is good, but I thought no. I wanted to get, how would someone get into podcasting? Don't use Anchor. Okay. Don't use Anchor. For the love of God and all that is good in mankind, do not use Anchor. Um, now, <laughs> now, if you if you have that, yeah, if you have to go free, uh, Red Circle, but do not use Anchor. Um, and then for a microphone, I recommend uh, a Samson Q2U. Um, uh, I recommend the School of Podcasting right now. <laughs> if you if you want to start, um, that's a good place to start. Um, but the other thing that I haven't heard you say is, is why that's the big thing you have to figure out. Why am I doing this? And it could be cause I just want to hang out and have fun and talk to other veterans or it might be, well, I want to tie this into some sort of consulting service. So I have a book or whatever it is. Um, so what's, what's inspired you to start a podcast? Um, I guess the why is I want veterans and service members to feel like they have Hmm. Yeah, we keep we, laugh. we keep because losing you, unfortunately. Serious, much stress. You know that sense of convention. Oh no, no, yeah. I'm on my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi can be kind of spotty. Is this better? It, it is, and then the minute you go to talk, it's it's you are great, and then it's like really what it was was it, and then you turn into what I refer to as Bug Buzz, Bugs Bunny on poison. Where it's just like, <laughs> eat, get, 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 and I'm like, that doesn't work. So you sound great now. Try that again. So what's the, what's the why? The why is I want to have veterans and service members, uh, a sense of community and laugh. I want, I want us to laugh and realize that we're not alone. Cause that's one of the key things in preventing suicide is when a lot of people mm. get out is they don't have this community anymore. And yeah. they're like, I'm on my own. And, um, I think if they have this, you know, someone in their ear, like, okay, I'm not alone. I can do this. Um, so I just want like encouragement and just love. And if I do end up writing a book of people's stories, that would be great. Um, so that's kind of my why is also just hanging out of it and having fun, of course, but having community and love. Um, so someone out there doesn't feel alone, yep. right? I want to help prevent that suicide with veterans. That is huge. Yeah. I, I know a, a few guys that I went to school with the minute they got out of the service, uh, either became a cop or a fireman or something because they missed that camaraderie. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I would start, if you want to do interviews, you could have a Samson Q2U, you could use something like, um, Squadcast. If you're looking for free, you could use uh clean feed or Zencaster, uh, and you'd be good to go. I mean, I would try to come, try to come up with a name and make sure the website's available. Jim, am I missing anything else? And I'm not sure. Can you hear Jim? Can can you hear me on the other side? No, she, you're not blinking. I don't know. Okay. How. Somehow we we lost the Bluetooth connection to my phone because normally you would hear me and Jim, and I I checked. I am connected to to Bluetooth, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm holding you up to my microphone so we can hear you on the the stream. Um, but um, I mean that would be. I would just come up with a name, check for the domain name, and then um, when you do your before you do your first interview. Uh-huh. interview your mom or dad or cousin or uncle or cat or somebody because <laughs> your first interview when you do it you'll realize there's a lot going on in your head because you're listening at the same time you're trying to 
think of what's the next thing I'm going to ask this person. And so you just don't want to have that experience be on an actual real like interview. Yes. Yes. Um, I was thinking of, cause one of my, um, my buddies, he has a wonderful voice. It's, it sounds like velvet and, um, he's a really funny guy. Um, so I want to do it with him. He's over in Okinawa. So that's one of the reasons why I was also is a, is a hurdle because, um, you know, time difference time and whatnot. Difference. Yeah. Time difference. I was thinking of a name called Matt Black Mafia and I've looked it up and it's not a thing. It's not a thing. So, um, so or maybe changing it a little bit. Matt Black Mafia. Because mm-hmm. when I hear that, I think it's about mob movies or anytime I hear the word mafia, um, that, that, that's my test run up to people and go, Hey, I'm doing a podcast called Matt black mafia. What do you think it's about? And if they don't say veterans trying to, you know, come back into civilization because they feel alone, then I would come up with a different name. That might be a little too cute. Like if I, mm-hmm. if I call this podcast, uh, bandwidth and coffee, people might not know that it's about podcasting. But, mm, but, but anybody okay. in podcasting is like, oh, I get it. Bandwidth and coffee. And so if, if people have to, if you have to explain your name, you've, you've kind of picked the wrong one. Okay. Cause a lot of times we, we, uh, we say like the black mafia for like enlisted rank cause we have black chevrons. So maybe it's too niche. It, well, what it is, is are people going to be typing in black mafia in a search mm. engine to find you? So that's, True. that's what you kind of have to think of. Yeah, because I did look up just that, and it was like something has already taken. So again, the, the the name needs to get worked out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, and if you if you go to uh, schoolofpodcasting dot com slash baby steps, uh, mm-hmm. that's a free course I have that walks you through some of the the things you're going through right now. So. Oh, awesome! I'll definitely have to check it out. Uh, what got you into podcasting? I was uh, I was teaching computers uh, back in the this is before the this is before Google which makes people's head explode um, there and I was teaching people how to send email and things like that and just mm-hmm. one thing that led to another and I was teaching people how to build websites and newsletters mm-hmm. and somebody came back from a marketing conference and said hey the next big thing is going to be podcasting and I figured out what it was and I got my first voicemail from Germany. And went, wait, somebody on the other side of the planet found my podcast and they like it. Um, it's. Uh, That's amazing. I, I'm, I'm in. So excellent. Yeah. Um, do, you have, mean, do you have any kind of website now? Um, no, I, I don't. Um, I, I, I was just listening to you were saying that website is a must when it comes to podcasting. Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, you got to get found. And, mm. and and Google likes words. They don't index your audio. They might transcribe it somewhere behind the scenes, but uh, you need a website. Plus, you just want to be able to go, you know, askthepodcastcoach.com, you know, and that way it's just branding so that when people go, wait, what was that again? They're like, oh, it's ask the podcast coach. I'm like, oh, what's the, oh, askthepodcastcoach.com. So it's just one of those things where um, MySpace um, Facebook right now, everybody, you know, Twitter, people leave social media, but if they have something that is yours, uh, they always know where to get you in the event. One of those things goes away. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, cause I am a radio operator, so I'm, I'm okay with, 
like um, radio things, but when it comes to computer science or setting up websites, I'm like the ones and zeros in the coding. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a coder. You don't have to be a nerd. Those days are behind us. So, but uh, okay. All right, but thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having me, yep. and um, hopefully, I didn't waste your time with simple questions. No, we love simple questions. It's good stuff. Awesome. And I'll definitely keep on listening. I followed you back on Wisdom, so um, I'll definitely hear from you again. You'll I'll, you'll probably see me pop up again. Good. I, I'll come back around. <laughs> We're here every Saturday, so. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Yep. Take care. All right. There we go. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I hope I hope Wisdom hasn't been a one-sided conversation. Well, I noticed. Weird. I went. I looked earlier, and we weren't blinking. And I was like, and that's because when somebody called me. I didn't realize that that's what messed it up. Somebody called me. I didn't need, I need to figure out how to turn on do not disturb or something, Yeah, but it somehow switched it to where it wasn't using Bluetooth. So then Mm. as you're talking, some, you could have said anything in this show a couple of times. And I, uh, I I was like, I don't know what's going on. And so I went over and I'm checking. I'm like, we're still on Bluetooth. I'm like, it just wasn't using it. So I, I love her idea. There's, I don't, I wish I would have thought of it. There's, there are so many great stories, so many military great stories in creating a podcast by veterans for veterans. Yeah. Cause there's some unique things of being a veteran with in the speak, in the vernacular, in the anachronisms and all those things that military folks use. I, there's still things I say today that came right from my military time when people look at me funny and I go, Oh, you know, like I always say, well, you know, sometimes we need to adjust fire and people are like, what is that? And that's what artillery folks do when they, uh, you know, they send one down range and then they adjust fire. Right. So um, that's a great idea. That's like, I'd love that. Those are great interviews and just being able to get veterans to have them tell their story, interesting stories. It's a great idea. There was a guy I, I met. Hope, I at, he does it. Yeah. There was a guy and, and for everyone on wisdom, I finally just, I disconnected my, I disconnected the Bluetooth from the roadcaster and reconnected. So, so my back. Yeah. My so you're back. Okay, so it's working. my right. apologies for everyone that's been sitting here going. Not that anybody needs to hear anything. We have forty three. We have forty three people listening right now, which is a bummer because we're gonna wrap it. That's, up. We've been here since ten thirty. So, um, no. but uh, we're here every Saturday, uh, ten thirty to noon. Ask the podcast coach if you want to find Eastern. other Eastern. Yes, and uh, thank you very much for that, by the way. Uh, and. Um, if you want to, if you just discovered us on wisdom, we've got a whole back catalog. If you go to ask the podcast slash follow, we're an Apple, Google, Spotify, all that stuff. But our main website is ask the podcast And, um, speaking of, uh, wrapping things up, uh, Jim, what's coming up on the average guy.tv. So my oldest son, Phil joined me. It was supposed to be my daughter. We have this tradition after Thanksgiving. We do it on Friday. Sammy joins me. She's got really sick and so mm. was not able to uh, join. So Phil jumped in. We talked about making uh, some cherry whiskey, which is delightful. Uh, things you do around. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tasty. Things you do around Thanksgiving, fires and splitting wood and some of those. And then the thermometers that I used for the turkeys, all that home gadget tech stuff. Super fun. Uh, it's posted right now, homegadgetgeeks.com. Nice. On the School of Podcasting, it's funny that we we hinted on this. Uh, I'm, I've talked about this in the past, but I'm bringing it back, and that is uh, tips on making a survey for your audience to figure out, you know, hey, I'm, it's 2023, I'm either starting a podcast or I've had a podcast and I want to make sure I'm on the right track. And so I'm taking, because... Um, 
mm-hmm, the guy Edison Research, Tom Webster, uh, put out some questions a while back. So I've got that. I find another thing as well as questions from Glenn the Geek and Jack from um, um, mm-hmm, the Dark Knight Diaries, uh, Jack Reicher. So just kind of revisiting that um, very selfishly, by the way, because I'm working on one. So I was like, hey, you know what? This would be a good topic for uh, the show. So I will be talking about surveys. And then um, actually, and we'll have the question of the month. If you haven't answered the question of the month, go right now, schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. The question this month comes from Matt uh, Rafferty of The Author Inside You, which is, if you, what's your next podcast going to be? He's assuming you're going to start a second one. And uh, so you can answer that at ask the pod, or schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. But uh, we'll be back next Saturday with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. <laughs>